you deserve to live life with confidence. We're your hosts, Brooke Brewer and Danny Mullen here from Raw Fitness. Confidently Flawed is a podcast dedicated to bringing you the secret sauce and helping you look good and feel even better. What's holding you back from being the most confident you? Hey guys, let's talk about ads. We've been approached a lot recently to run ads for these podcasts, and we really could if we wanted to, but we really don't want to. We just want to get you what you need and get you on with your, with your day. With that said, podcasts generally grow by word of mouth. So if you know anyone that could use or benefit from listening to the show that would really improve their life, improve their health as a result of listening to it, it would be awesome. If you could just message this to them or share this episode on your social media, it would mean the world to me. We love you guys. We love doing this for you. You guys are the best. Now let's get to the show. What's up guys. Welcome back. Danny here. I'm here with Brooke back for another Confidently Flawed episode. We've, we've been talking, we talked about it last time too. Like we got some really cool episodes that, that we've been doing here lately and, you know, kind of some different topics that we haven't really talked in a while or at all. Today, we wanted to dive a little bit into some nutrition and Brooke and I are very big on like mental health and the importance of it and what it means and all that. What we wanted to do today is we wanted to dive into a little bit of, you know, how does, how does nutrition affect mental health or how can you actually use nutrition to benefit or help your mental health? And Brooke, I know you're a big mental health advocate and all that. So what 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 does nutrition mean to you when it comes to mental health or how does it affect you with with your mental health specifically yeah so before i get into that i want to share something that really truly was not mind shattering when i read it but it's it has been theorized over the last 5 to 10 years um and just in the last year a new study just got released from clinical studies on depression and they have concluded that depression is actually not a chemical imbalance of the brain um they're not fully 100% for certain what it is but a lot of these doctors are now saying depression's very heavily tied to inflammation and now <clears throat> i wanted to bring that up because i think that's important to talk about because when for so long, a lot of people that struggle with depression and anxiety have just believed that it was a chemical imbalance of the brain. And now we know per clinical studies in science that that is not the case. And yeah, you know, there was a book that was really life-changing for me that I read and I can link it here in the show notes. It's called A Mind of Your Own by Kelly Brogan, Dr. Kelly Brogan. But she basically talks about mental health from a standpoint of your lifestyle and your nutrition. And I read that book about 10 years ago, and that's really when it made such an impact on me of what my foods that I'm consuming are doing to my overall health. And I just want you guys to take a minute and think about it. You know, has there ever been a time where you've eaten a lot of ice cream or you've ate a lot of cake or cookies or pizza or you know, just not like processed food, cereals, and you've just felt blah. And then I want you to think about when you're eating super clean and, you know, everything's super, you know, you're conscious of what's going into your body. Like, how do you feel? And there's an actual science behind that of why you don't feel good when you eat certain foods. And a lot of mental health is now being released, like studies are being released that it's inflammation in the body. And how does our body get inflamed? 
It's through what we're putting into it. And while, yes, there's other factors like environmental exposures, but what we're putting into our body is playing a huge role in the inflammation. There's so many different foods that our body was not designed to digest. There's so many different foods that are not there to support our bodies. There's so many fake ingredients and foods like artificial dyes, artificial sweeteners that our body is sees them as toxic. And what that does to our overall health is very impactful, but our mental health, again, inflammation in the body. And so with all that being said, in my experience with my depression and my anxiety is I know when I am, when I'm struggling, that a lot of it has to do with foods, right? I mean, think about it like this. Um, and I, and I hate to use this example, but I will, because I think people can relate to this. You had a night of drinking and you were drinking and because you were drinking, you weren't making the best choices with food. And then the next morning you're obviously like hungover, but you kind of like you're in this, like I call it post-party depression where it's like, you kind of have that just like, you're just like depressed kind of after a day of drinking. You might not even be that you're hungover, but you're just blah. It's because what you put into your body was toxic. Like alcohol is a poison. And let's say, you know, you had pizza because you, you know, had the drunk munchies, let's say that's very inflammatory to the body. But that's just one example of what the choices that you make can impact your mental health. Like there's actual science behind, you know, that post-party depression that I like to call it. Um, there's actual science behind why that's a real thing and why that's happening. And so making good choices with your nutrition is one of the first and best things that you can do for your mental health. If you are listening to this and you feel that you are struggling, I first want to tell you that we are not a medical doctor. We are not professionals in the medical field. So please make sure that you are getting help from a medical expert um, and seek help but with that being said, um, if you are listening to this and you are struggling, I challenge you to look at your diet. I challenge you to look and see what processed foods that you're eating. Are you eating nutrient-dense foods? Are you eating foods that have lots of vitamins and minerals? What is your mineral intake? What are you drinking? Are you drinking sodas? Are you drinking water? Are you drinking too much coffee or beer or alcohol? Because when you can basically take inventory of your entire day's worth of eating and you can kind of see that some of your choices might not be ideal. And if you can start to eliminate them, I can promise you, you will start to see positive changes in your overall health, mental health specifically. Bro, that's a, uh, that's actually the first time I've heard the inflammation thing. Uh, I like, like, obviously I knew inflammation can have an effect on it all, but, um, I, I haven't heard that study. So that's, that's uh pretty cool. I'll, you shared um, that. I appreciate I'll hearing link, that. I'll link that study in the show notes so you guys can check it out. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a big change in the, the thought process of it. You know what I mean? You know, where everybody thinks it's only about the chemicals and, and everything there when, you know, it very well could be, you know, highly related to inflammation. Like that's, and that's a lot more of a thing that you can control. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that's really cool. And I think, I think tying in like, you know, simple, simple carbohydrates or processed foods and things like that to whole foods, like if you make more of that switch, it's probably going to make an impact for it, you know, but I think the biggest thing that I've experienced when it comes to nutrition and mental health really ties into blood sugar. And, and I talk about blood sugar a lot just because I know it affected me so much growing up is 
when I'm consistent with my diet and I'm eating whole foods and I'm eating protein at every meal, I'm eating consistent meals throughout the day, like every three to four hours once I start eating, you know, and I'm not eating carbohydrates by themselves or I'm not eating a bunch of sugar by itself and all that. When I'm doing that, my mental health is so much better. And when I'm not doing that, I'm eating poor foods or I'm eating a lot of sugar. Generally, my mood, energy levels, and my ability to handle stress completely shift. Or right? I'm 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 much more stressed. I have much more anxiety. You know, I'm. It's it's kind of funny when I'm not eating as well. I know it and I feel it and I almost become a different person. It's very weird. I can see it. I become like more like victim mentality, more negative. You know, I, I'm, I think more like end of the world situations when normally I wouldn't, you know, so it's in, in it's a hundred percent always when I'm not eating the greatest, you know, and generally I'll see it like the weekends that I don't eat as well. Monday morning is much different than the weekends that I'm, I'm usually a little bit more consistent with my eating, you know? So when for me, it's, it's, it's more blood sugar, which affects my mood and energy and my sleep. Right. And, and obviously if you're not sleeping as well or as quality, you know, Brooke, you and I were talking before we started recording on, on sleep, right. You know, more recently, you know, and, and when I'm getting more of that deeper sleep, I'm always, my ability to handle stress, which for me correlates very heavily into my mental health is, is, is vastly improved. And like I mentioned, like I'm a different human being, like I'm not even the same person from when I'm eating well to what I'm not eating well, specifically for my mental health. I'm, I'm, I'm this like calm, confident, you know, yep, I'll figure it out. I got this, you know, when I'm eating well and my blood sugar stable and I'm eating, um, obviously I'm having less inflammatory foods. Right. And when I'm not, I'm more like, you know, end of the world and things are breaking and like, how am I going to get through this and negative and victim, right? Like it, it, it completely shifts my, my whole, like, like essentially state or person that I am just because of some of the foods that I'm eating. Now there's other correlations, like, am I working out or whatever? You know what I mean? But nutrition definitely for me plays the biggest part in all of that. Yeah. I, I nutri, it just, it truly, so many people don't fully understand that nutrition makes such an effect. But when you really think about it, like Danny, like you said, you look at where you are or how you are. Like, I agree with you in the sense of like, I do become a different person when I'm not eating as good. 100%. I, I'm very negative. I'm just not confident. I don't have the energy. Um, I just don't like how I look. Like I, I can see it in a couple of days, my face gets bloated. I'm just like, oh, but then you start eating good and you have more energy. And there's, there's so much, you know, benefits to obviously eating good and clean because you're giving yourself the proper nutrients that it needs to function. And you know, we are drifting so far away from consuming foods for nutrition. We are starting to move so much more towards moving, consuming foods for taste. And when we go down that, um, that path, it's very dangerous because when you are consuming foods for just taste, um, a lot of times those are not, um, beneficial for you. You know, I, I actually, um, I was having a conversation with a, another fellow, educator in like the nutrition world. He's actually specializes in foods and nutrition. And he was talking about um, a science experiment that he's just doing in, in himself of like 
processed food, such as like an Oreo or a Twinkie or whatever that may be. And how, when you turn over all the ingredients on these, these foods, while yes, they taste different, they're almost the same exact ingredients, give or take like a little bit more of this or a little bit more of that to give it that flavor. Um, And then you, but you look and yes, it might taste delicious because that's why people are eating it. But are you really truly getting the health benefits of it? And unfortunately we're not. And when we start to lean so much more towards eating foods for taste and we go away from eating foods for nutrition is when we start to have health problems. And one of those health problems is our mental health, is our energy levels. And and we know like when our energy is low, so is our mental health. Like if I am tired, you're not going to see me being the happiest person in the world. Like, I don't know if, if there's someone out there that exists, please let me know because I feel like that's a unicorn. If you're tired and low energy and if you're like this super chipper person, like you know, but then you see people that are, you know, great energy. And, and I feel it myself and Danny shared, like when you are, when you're eating good, like you, you feel it. And so my challenge to you guys is if you are struggling somewhere, whether that be with anxiety or depression, or you're just kind of in a funk, like I challenge you to just give yourself like a week of clean eating, like Just one week. It doesn't need to be 30 days. It doesn't need to be a lifestyle thing, which obviously, yes, we would love it to be a lifestyle thing, but I just challenge you to give it a week, like cut out refined sugars, cut out artificial dyes, cut out any of these processed carbohydrates and just fuel your body with what your body needs and just journal how you're feeling. And, and at the end of those seven days, if you're feeling better, then maybe start to think of what's worth it. Like is, is, is it? Is that, let's say Oreo, you know, those couple Oreos that I eat every single day or those, that box of Oreos I eat every single day worth feeling down all the time about, because I can tell you guys, like I have cut and that's why, like I've had so many conversations, like I cut completely dairy out of my life for a long, long, long time. And I had so many people how in the world did you give up cheese? How did you give up dairy? How did you give up milk? Isn't that so hard? And it wasn't easy. It was easy for me because when I was consuming cheese and dairy, like the way I used to, it was so detrimental to my health. Like I could literally tell, I'm like, no, I it's, I don't feel good. Like it's, it's not worth it towards me. And when you can start to get in that mindset of seeing what certain foods are doing to your health and, and mental health specifically, and seeing that it's affecting it maybe in a negative way. And then you see the outside of it and, and what life is like without consuming that food, it becomes that much easier to be like, nope, my nutrition is important because I like feeling good. Like, I don't think anyone likes to feel sad. I, again, that's probably another unicorn of, well, maybe not. I actually, I believe there's a lot more people out there that like to be sad or they're addicted to being sad, I should say. Right. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of people out there with that, which is unfortunate, you know, but yeah, I, I love the the week idea, you know, doing it for a week and testing it out. Cause it's, it's not that you have to do this the rest of your life, but it's, if you can see the difference and in, in especially to Brooke's point of like taking notes and how you're feeling and then like big picture, look at it, like what's really more important, like always chasing taste versus yeah, feeling like crap all the time or having a poor mental state or feeling really, really good about yourself all the time. And maybe, maybe chasing some taste in your food, but really focusing mostly on just on quality, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think if you can do that, it's going to make a world difference for you. So I think 
a couple of quick tips, you know, maybe we can leave them with Brooke is, you know, like what are some things nutritionally that you could do? So you already mentioned like choosing low inflammatory foods, which is essentially choosing whole foods over processed foods, right? Choosing one ingredient list foods, broccoli, chicken, eggs, right? Like, you know, all of those types of things versus uh, processed foods. Um, And then from there, it's like something we talk about all the time is eating consistently every, every three to four hours, having a protein to each of those meals. So your blood sugar is more stable. You're less likely to have you know, dips in energy and blood sugar, which is going to affect your mental state and your mental mm-hmm. health, you know, doing stuff like that, you know, doing, you know, eating fats at night that can help with, you know, your sleep quality and things like that and not eating carbohydrates by yourself or by itself, make sure you're having protein with it. So again, eating protein at each meal, like those are a couple of quick tips I have at least, um, for me when it comes to using nutrition to improve my mental state. And I think the the one takeaway for me, I would say, and then I'll pass it to you, Brooke, is like, don't, don't think that you have to completely change everything the rest of your time. But I love, Brooke, what you said is just really analyze of like, what's really more important is, mm-hmm. is it chasing taste versus chasing a positive mental state all the time? You know, because a lot of times we'll, we'll chase taste and poor quality food because we want to improve our mood, right? Or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Many of the time, you know, where really we could just do that by not choosing that food, you know? So, but but to that point is not, not that you have to do it all the time, but say like, can I get a better ratio at least of choosing better quality foods versus low quality foods so that I can be the person that I want to be and live the life that I want to live and feel the way I want to feel? Yeah. Or yeah. What, are, what are some tips you got? Uh, and then what's your takeaway? A lot of those are tips that I would 100% share, but there's one in, in specific that's a little bit more um, more interesting to think about. So going back to the conversation of um, mental health being tied to inflammation, one of the things that you can tell if your body's inflamed is from obviously swelling, but from bloating. And, and I want you guys to think about if there's ever any foods that you eat that you feel very bloated afterwards, right? Like where you finish a meal and your stomach is just like huge and you're just what in the world, right? Um, I just actually recently started noticing that like cucumbers or more so raw veggies are really, really affecting my bloating, like to the point where it's just like insane. I'm like, my stomach, this isn't even healthy. And so I slowly started cutting back on those and I noticed a difference in my mental health. And it's not saying that one food like raw veggies might not be, you know, good for you, but in the sense of bloating is a sign of inflammation in the body. Bloating is the sign that your digestive system is inflamed. So it's bloating. So that's one way to know if a food is causing inflammation in your body. And obviously if inflammation's happening, so could potential inflammation of the brain, which is mental health. Um, or is one of the potential beliefs behind mental health. So that's kind of just one thing to look at on, on top of some of the things that Danny shared. But, um, you know, I'll piggyback on something that I already said of just taking inventory of how you feel um, and what you're doing in that time. And while we could talk about nutrition with this, but I want to spend this on just overall life, right? If you are not feeling good 
take an inventory of your day and, and your foods and your workout schedule and what you're doing. Like how much Netflix are you watching? How, how much social media are you scrolling? Did you work out that day? Did you get outside? Like how many cup of cups of coffee did you drink? Like, did you eat protein filled meals? Take that inventory. And if you can sit there and some of these things you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like I just definitely binge watch like five episodes of Gossip Girl yesterday. So I might be struggling, right? If you can do that, like we're not here to judge you, trust me, but we, I, we just want to help you realize. So, so take inventory of, of your nutrition, of what you're eating, of your life. And if you're seeing that you're maybe not in a good mental state, I want you to analyze some of the things that maybe you can change. So maybe that's you know, if you, if you really truly want to, you know, watch an episode of Gossip Girl and you let's say have a treadmill or something like, I don't know, bring your iPad downstairs and multitask. So at least you're exercising or, um, you know, if you're super, super, super hungry and you want a, a chocolate bar, like why don't you have a protein first? And then if you're still hungry, then have a chocolate bar, you know, trying to navigate it through that way, I think would be very, very beneficial for your mental health. How about you, Danny? Well, guys, hopefully you you got a, a lot of golden nuggets there out of today's episode. And if if you know anybody that is struggling with their mental health, obviously encourage them to seek help. But some other things that might be able to help them are some of the tips that we shared today. And we know it's a big topic. We know a lot of people are struggling with it. So if you or anybody that you know, you know, may find some value in some of these tips that we had today go ahead and share this with them. Share this on your social media. Find ways to get this out into the community because that is what's going to help all of us make the impact that we want in in helping people live a a better quality of life. And that's the only ask that we have for you guys is to help us share this message. Give us a rating, give us a review, help share this with with a friend that you think would would find this valuable that might be in a rut, that might be struggling with their mental health or whatever it may be so that they can live a better quality of life. And as always, guys, we appreciate you. If you ever want to hear anything specific on the Confidently Flawed podcast, don't hesitate to reach out, but we will see you again on the next Confidently Flawed podcast.